Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello, dear podcast listeners, and welcome back to a brand new, fresh, juicy, freshly pressed episode of the Radical Broccoli Podcast. We are reaching your ears from Costa Rica. Annette is in Costa Rica. I'm in Portugal. If you don't know us that well, my name is Suzanne. We're both from Norway. We're sisters. Um, and we absolutely love to talk about topics that engage us in this podcast. Everything from self-development, our dreams, our goals, how we kind of work to reach everything that we want to. We talk about sustainability, spirituality, our lives, and um, we love it. And we love that you love our podcast. We love that you keep coming back. It's absolutely amazing. And I love seeing every single comment, rating, feedback, message from you. Every single week, it fills my heart. So thank you for that. That's our appreciation to you before we get into the podcast. So, welcome. Hi, Annette. How are you? Hello, Susie. Susie Q, as I call you. Yeah. (laughs) We just had a, a ten-minute conversation in Portuguese. That I, I thought it was pretty impressive. Yeah, keep it coming. I think <laughs> we we talked about doing the podcast in Portuguese, but then we thought mm, maybe not the best idea. It would be a ten ten-minute podcast <laughs> <laughs> for very specially interested people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very specific. Yeah. Buenos dias. No, I'm good. It's uh, eight past eight in the morning and I've been on for a run because the waves were huge today. So it didn't go surfing. And um, yeah, I went out with my puppy. No, she's not a puppy anymore. I have to stop saying that. With my Mm. dog, with my baby. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm really training her because I had no dogs wear leash because it's like everybody's so free so I'm training her just to follow me everywhere to watch out for cars and stuff and it's really like a practice of trust all the time trust in her trust in me and when she's running on the beach now there's a lot of uh, wood in the coming up from the ocean yeah so it's a bit of a challenge for her and what was really interesting today is that I was running and all of a sudden this American couple were walking two dogs and the two dogs started really chasing uh, Ronia and started like nibbling and biting her. Like they were the first dogs I've ever met that were unfriendly. Mm. And I got, like I had to run into the ocean to get her. Oh. <laughs> so I got completely wet and she got scared and they didn't even say sorry. Mm. And, you know, it made me so pissed. Like, I really wanted to scream everything after them. But in the end, I was just like, hey, you can say you're sorry. And then they said, eh, they didn't do anything. Mm. But they didn't even look me in the eyes. They didn't yeah. even, like, turn around and say, like, oh, whoops, you know? Yeah. They don't um, want to face their the, own shit. Yeah. Not at all. And in these situations. Situations. I just think it's like such a reflection of life because I was just thinking, okay, what am I really angry about? What kind of anger do I need to get out right now? Should I yeah. take it out of them or can I just like, like run and find a pillow and scream in it and get that energy moving? Yeah. Because in reality, nothing did really happen, but it, it really pissed me off. So it really brought up the emotion of like anger. And, you know, sometimes you can um you have to set a boundary like it was not okay yeah but still if i'd flipped out on them and be like hey you're a fucking asshole you know it wouldn't (laughs) make me feel good after (laughs) no of course not and it's also let's say you you are on this really high vibration um super flowing and happy and like 
you didn't have any anger inside of you. Do you think it would happen then? No. <laughs> because it's always a reflection. <laughs> the first thing that happened to me when I just came to my new neighborhood was that I took Noah out and the first thing the administrator of the building said was like, no, your dog cannot go there on the grass. She didn't even say hi. She didn't say welcome. She just said that we had to go outside of the gate in a really angry, bitchy tone. And then I think later that day or the day after I went up the street and then there's a woman in a little farmhouse. She talked to me she said that Noah couldn't pee outside of her fence because it smelled. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. No. And I thought like, okay, what's going on really? And as we have talked about in the podcast before, if someone yells at you in the street, you're probably yelling at yourself inside. You're being strict. You're being like naggy at yourself. And then it's a reflection that's at least how we choose to see it, which is really empowering because then you yourself can change it. And then you see how the outside world changes. Mm, exactly. Yeah. But hey, you just moved. I just moved. I'm in my new place. Maybe we'll make like a little video recording out of this conversation. Um, but yeah, I'm in a new apartment. And I have a beautiful ocean view. Right now I'm looking straight out at the ocean in Erisaira. Massive waves. Um, I wasn't prepared actually for the waves to be <laughs> this big. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go surfing every day. And now they're going to be huge for a week. Um, so For a week. Getting that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like on and off like that for the whole winter, I think. Two weeks with huge waves and then in between going to be surfable for me um it was just a shock but then again nature <laughs> i can't really fight it um yeah so i'm getting settled here and it's very cozy it's really really nice um nice space and erisaira is really cool and i'm meeting so many new people i just came back now from the beach um and i'm joining all these new things like training different types of training dancing yoga chanting I'm just like open to try everything and it's so fun because I'm not actively going out there and like trying desperately to find people or things it just happens because I set the intention just okay I want to have fun I want to try I want to have new experiences I want to meet really amazing people and then with a little bit of patience it happens <laughs> and that's so cool I love to trust life like that yeah <laughs> so tomorrow morning and how was it to uh, move out of uh... of the apartment mm. it was really really sad <laughs> I cried for a whole day and um for those of you who didn't follow along our story, um, we used to live in our grandma's apartment in Cascais in Portugal. And the thing is that this apartment is the only apartment we have had in our lives throughout our whole lives. Ever since we were born, we have had this place for summer vacations. And now we live there for half a year. So I don't think I'm that attached to things, but when I was about to leave, all of the memories that we have had there just flowed through and I just couldn't hold my tears back. And I just thought and pictured all of us in the kitchen when grandma had baked donuts and we were singing. And every morning at nine, they rang a little bell and then they had a fresh breakfast with home-baked bread, homemade pate. Everything was homemade, freshly pressed juice. And, and then we just sang a lot. <laughs> we sang all these traditional songs and uh, we just had a really good time with them, with our grandparents and our family. And um, yeah, so it's a very special place to me and I know that it is for you as well. And it's strange, but it felt like the right time. And 
that's the thing. Sometimes we know that we have to move on or make a change or do something different, but it doesn't mean that we don't feel all the emotions that come up in the transition. So that's when it's really important for us to just really have our own back and just like be there for ourselves because no one else can really understand that whole experience. Yeah, that's so true. And it's been weird not being there for it. But I think I kind of said goodbye when I left to Costa Rica. And uh, I have heard so many times <laughs> lately that everything that's not built on a solid foundation will crumble up until 2025. It's like a huge shift on the whole planet. Yeah. And for, for us, it almost comes down to this everyday things as well. Like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't have been, it would be weird to keep a house just because it's too painful to, to let it go. Yeah. And I, I think that a lot of people are experiencing that now. Like it's too painful to stay. Um, I don't think people can no longer stay in things that doesn't feel really like, like what they're supposed to do. For example, when, when you have a work that is unfulfilling, a relationship, um, friendships now is really really times to question and to to start to be really courageous when it comes to these choices yeah and explore um, which is also you know one of the reasons we love creating a community and a membership because we're all going through these enormous changes and it's so good to come together and talk about it and be like support each other yeah um because i because i really feel especially if you are you know listening to this podcast you're probably very open and curious and tuned in and uh, there are big shifts happening yeah we can do it together they're probably i would guess like five percent of listeners are probably moving right now that's just a random guess Yeah. So we know the hassle of all the packing and all the sorting and all the giving away and all the repacking, unpacking <laughs> and deciding and all of that. Um, and then we have to give ourselves a little push inside our heads to see the amazing things about moving. And to really like not go down into the deep hole of misery and overwork and all of that and like overwhelm and sorrow but instead really try to choose to see all the new opportunities all the beauty all the amazing new experiences every magical thing that happens when you change your environment mm -hmm. yes mm. I, I mean i've uh, experienced the same i just went to Costa Rica and I've been there for a little, little over two weeks now. And it's like, it's been so intense. I feel like I've been here for months because every day there's a new experience or, um, yeah, things are just happening so fast and it feels like, because I'm in the right place where my heart really wanted to be. Yeah. And also being very open um so it's been just so amazing mm. but also intense like I have to yesterday I had to just spend two hours to write 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 get everything out of my head just pour it onto uh, my computer mm. <laughs> and get it out because if not you just go around buzzing all the time yeah and do that all the time every day <laughs> not yeah. all the time every day but every day yeah but what I really but for like, and what I feel like we kind of craved from where we used to live and the difference that we have now is that there's more community feeling to where we both live now and all mm -hmm. these events that are happening with people who are they see the world the same way as us and like interesting events that can make us grow and shift and challenge us and I really love that 
Yeah, it really, really makes me feel like I'm at home. Yeah. So I feel like I found a really good mix already, even though I've just been here a few days. But I've been um, I've been to a full moon event and it's in this spiritual community uh, called House of the Rising Mojo. And they have Kundalini Yoga, they have full moon circles, chanting, really, really nice things. And then there's yoga and dancing and that type of stuff. And there's also surfing. And then there's like a really, really nice gym where you can challenge yourself and your strength. And that combination of things is so amazing. And then just nature for meditation, for walking, for swimming. Yeah. And also being in a place where you feel inspired to create and to work and to yeah, uh, yeah be really filled up. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> But today we have a really, really good topic for the podcast because it's been a theme uh, going back into the membership, what we've talked about there, mm. and also in our lives, kind of it's been popping up everywhere. And that is how we can live out of this place of already feeling good enough. Yeah. And I think that's such... <laughs> good theme and topic because imagine how much we go through in a day and we take these choices all the time and I bet 80% we we unconsciously take choices out of not feeling good enough yeah. not being enough mm. and what if we can actually turn that around and live from a place of already enough what yeah. will happen then um, and I think the reason it came up was because, um, well, because it's important, first of all. And we just have been reflecting upon our business and especially on social media, where we often go through these waves of feeling inspired and not. Yeah. And we just realized that sometimes we don't feel inspired just because we don't feel like it's good enough. Yeah. And then we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot because giving that energy out doesn't exactly <laughs> radiate, you know, uh, back um, that you are good enough. If you don't believe it, you won't see it. Like you, you really have to believe it yourself first. Mm. And we had such an interesting call uh, in our membership with uh, Kari, who I'm here in Costa Rica with, as I mentioned in the previous episode. And we had a talk on abundance and what does it actually mean? How can we attract more abundance in our lives in terms of, you know, everything that feels good, people, uh, creativity, money, um, love. Opportunities. And opportunities. And again, it all comes back to this feeling of already enough and the biggest example from this is to really, really look at nature. Because no plant or flower <laughs> is looking over and being like, oh, I'm not like blooming enough or pretty enough or whatever. And everything, I mean, I think that's so inspiring here also in Costa Rica. It's so lush. Everything takes such big place. And just outside of my window, I have banana hanging down from the trees and I can see the hummingbirds mm. and some some days there's monkeys walking around and it's just so much it's like growing everywhere and rich um so how can we start to incorporate that in our lives and be reminded of it every single day to first of all know that it, we are already enough and secondly how can we just be reminded of everything that's already so amazing mm. I love that it puts me in an instant state of gratitude well-being I really calm down and I feel worthy just by talking about it and what I did the other day yesterday was that during my midday break I went to the beach and then I sat down and I closed my eyes and I just listened to the waves. And then hearing the power of those waves and the ocean 
reminded me how powerful nature is mm. and how nature is in every single one of us and that we can be equally as much and as powerful and as magical as nature. Yes. And I think what's what was so beautiful that Kari said when she did the channeling was <laughs> just a word that really stuck with me. She said, look at the blueness of the sky and how beautiful it is. And every day since that call, I've just been looking up at the sky, looking at the blue color and just seeing it more and more beautiful every time. And then looking at the ocean and that has a different shade of blue and then all the plants and the different shades of green and all the flowers and how they're just overflowing. And they just keep growing and growing and growing and outgrowing each other. And yeah, it's as you say, they don't <laughs> judge each other or feel inferior or anything like that. And that's the reminder because that's only in our brain and that's our ego trying to protect us and keep us small. And we have to understand that it, it is trying to do us a favor. So it's not like we're um, constructed wrong or anything. It's a protection mechanism, but we can break through it and we can learn that we are already enough right now, just by waking up in the morning before we even do a single thing. We are enough. We are good enough. Our souls chose to come here in these bodies at this time, in this lifetime, in this day and age, with these people, with these experiences, to have a human experience. And I feel like that can kind of take the pressure off a little bit and we can take it less seriously and we can unfold ourselves and like how we can ask ourselves how can the universe experience as much as possible in my life as much joy as possible as much fun as possible without it being too serious mm -hmm. yes I agree <laughs> I've been so serious <laughs> and mm -hmm. I thought about it so much because um when I kind of started to I don't know go more inwards ever since probably 2012 when I <laughs> read the secret mm. and I started to really want to connect with my body and I don't know I just felt I didn't even know at the time what I was doing but I just wanted to do more what it felt good to me and in the beginning I had so much breaking free to do yeah, I didn't want to eat the way I grew up eating that made me feel shit. And I didn't want to put things in my body that didn't feel good. And I didn't like the parties I went to didn't fulfill. Like a lot of things did. I felt like I just had to stop because it was kind of crushing my soul a bit. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't like I woke up and then said now I feel good enough to not go there. It took <laughs> years. Yeah. And especially with work, trying, understanding that, you know, doing something unfulfilling actually made me sick. Mm. And yeah, it was a lot of breaking free to do. In, and I feel like it was in order to really have space to understand who I was in the middle of all this, instead of just going with life and not questioning things and you know I'm so glad because what if I never did it and five years later I would have to I mean I have just created such a good life mm -hmm. <laughs> so but I was very serious yeah and very and I think that was also some uh, protection because when you've gone you know what was that 25 years with giving away your power all the time and all of a sudden you, you understand that you have some, you become maybe a little more protective, a little more cautious, which is really good. But it can also go into this strictness yeah. uh, of having to do the right thing, having to eat, having to, for example, around health, like I've been so obsessed with uh, uh, 
um, feeling good that in the end I didn't really listen to my body. I just did the things that I thought would make me feel good instead of tuning in. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. You, it's like the brain just goes through this pattern of what, okay, if I eat this, I will feel like that. If I eat this, I will feel like that. If I eat this, I feel like that. And then that's yeah. necessarily true because it changes all the time. <laughs> yes. So if we want to really be healthy, as I see it, we have to ask our bodies then and there, what do you want? And the point is that now I feel like the pendulum is swinging the opposite way where I just <laughs> feel <laughs> so open to everything. Like I want to experience all the goodness yeah um before i would be a little bit afraid of it like i don't want i don't want too much of the of the good things i don't want too much pleasure <laughs> now um it's really learning to open up to it but to actually listen to my body and try to choose the thing that really makes like water in my mouth and makes me feel like oh that would be delicious Yeah. And it's not like I'm doing perfectly every time. I mean, I still love the way I usually eat and it's all a balance, but it's just so interesting to see how I feel like things are changing so much. And now it's all about allowing that joy and abundance and pleasure mm. uh, instead of sort of being in that other space where I was restricting and... Um, Maybe protecting myself, but uh, from the best place, you know. I think maybe we need some examples because I know exactly what you're talking about, but I think maybe it's a bit cryptic to the listeners. Yeah, well, for example, with food, I mean, I've been vegan for five years and I still, uh, for me personally, I have no interest in eating animal products or meat products but the other day my body was like I was feeling so um, not grounded and just really strange in my body and when I tuned in and really tried to listen it really wanted fish mm. and I haven't eaten fish in five years and fish for me it's like it's not the worst because of sustainability reasons here I mean there's abundance of fish and it's fresh mm. but um it's been a lot about the pollution and there's plastic in fish and then there's so much fish for example in Norway that are force fed with soy or not force they do eat it but it's just a very unhealthy industry and so I'm trying to balance out like what are my ethical moral standards here and how do I listen to my body yeah and then I just I had to decide that I have to trust what it's telling me. And so for the first time in five years, I ordered grilled fish. It was like, it was called the queen. <laughs> oh. So I took that as a sign. <laughs> And it was weird because I thought it would be, I thought I would be nauseous. I thought I would be feeling weird, but it actually felt, like I ate it yesterday it wasn't so strange and after that my whole digestion and system actually changed for the better wow so I really actually needed that grounding and yeah so now and the days after I've been really thinking like oh did it feel good did it not is it how did it feel to actually eat like something that's been living you know I'm so do I feel their energy in my body all of this mm. I'm so um sensitive um but it was almost like I asked for that experience to understand that I have to listen to my body not feel guilt and it's I know this sounds so strange for some people but Uh, for me this was a lot of it was a whole thing and I think that uh, um, and for example yesterday I did the same thing where I really wanted to order like a bowl because it feels much better for my brain before I go surfing and lay on the surfboard 
uh, but then my body was like, no, you need some, you need bread, you need something grounding. Mm. Um, so I have to all the time tune in and listen to what it it's trying to tell me. So yeah, it's a it's a really new practice. But also in other examples is like going out to parties, dancing, and usually <laughs> I'm you know this, and I think it's a projector thing, but. When I'm, whenever I'm out partying, for example, I get to this point where like, it's enough, enough people, enough of everything. I just want to go home and I'll go home without like, I don't want to explain it to anybody. I'll just go. And now, instead of like, now it's different again, because I really just want to be out and experience and have fun. And still there's like this voice in my brain saying, oh, you need to sleep or you need to be fresh for tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and again it's like okay where can I um where am I already good enough <laughs> no matter what happens yeah um, where can I chill out a little bit yes I don't know did those examples make it more clear yeah super super clear and I think people will find maybe not the exact application of those examples but The same things in other areas, some places in our lives where we go on autopilot, where we can loosen up, tune in and actually listen what we actually want that time and not just like decide based on what we always do. Mm -hmm. That makes our life so much more fun. Yes. If not, we just live out of our brain and and then we lose our intuition. Yeah. And the intuition is kind of the, the the core thing that will, like, if we actually listen to it, it will take us to places that we want to go. If yeah. I blocked, blocked it off, I would never have been here. I would never have <laughs> started a company. I would never, you know, experience all the things I have. Yeah. Um, but that again, just to bring it back to the theme, I think, listening to that voice inside you or the intuition or the gut feeling or however it comes up for you that is also coming back to already feeling good enough yeah because if you feel good enough of course you listen to what you desire and and, and want and what feels good instead of listening to what is not good enough what other people think what your neighbors should think about your choices yeah And I think I just got this little message in my head now that many of our listeners, many of you guys listening, probably feel a lot of pressure of your life. Like you should have this apartment to live in, or maybe even own an apartment. You should be this place in your career. You should have this and that relationship. You should have those and those friends and you should be social this often. This many times a week, you should work out. There's so many shoulds and there's so many quote unquote rules and ways of living in your own prison that's how I see it yeah and I just want to remind you that no one has to live like that no we used to do it both of us and we freaking hated it (laughs) (laughs) miserable and I think I don't know we all have to question And really be honest with ourselves what we actually want out of this life because it's short and it's precious and it can be absolutely amazing. It's not supposed to be boring. It's not supposed to look like anyone else's plan or expectation or fit into any kind of box or to be explained to anybody. It's supposed to make you feel freaking good every single day, make you jump out of your bed in the morning make you eager to enjoy life and just have a wild experience. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Do you feel what I'm feeling? Yes. It's like, again, back to nature, start going with the flow instead of creating so much restriction and resistance and, frames and everything yeah Um, and that's when you will start to you know allow uh, life basically to come at you because you're not being strict and having a plan and um, 
sort of forcing everything to happen. Instead, you can allow things to come to you. you of course, ask yourself, what do I want? Set intention, work, work towards it, work for it. But also at the same time, how can you dance more with the, with your everyday life? Yeah. And how can you live your life uniquely different from everyone else, you know, just by listening to yourself? Mm. How can you look more inwards? That could mean, okay, I only work from four to eight in the evening if that's how you're designed. I mean, we're so different, but we're just so used to looking out and seeing what everyone else does. Yeah. Which is, of course, natural. And we will also learn amazing things from other people, get inspired. We always have to remember that we are unique and we are created for something specific. And if we always listen in, listen in to everything, like where do we live? Where should we eat? What Who should we hang out with? What should we do today? <laughs> if we can tune in, and this is a reminder to ourselves too, how can we live by that? Yeah, I think it's so important. And how do we even start? Because saying that oh you should act like you're already good enough (laughs) (laughs) i know it's not that easy because it takes some deep work yeah and some yeah radical shifts and honesty and ugliness and getting to the bottom of things and that's where the work is if you ask me Mm. but also it's just so important to start practicing So do you have any daily tips or ways to get started? Yeah, I have hundreds. (laughs) But the funny thing is that when we talked about this last week, because we felt like we were a bit stuck with work, we were like, oh, what's going on? Why do we feel like this? Why do we don't feel creative? Why do we feel like it's not flowing? And then we had this revelation. I think you had talked to Kari and she had done like an energetic reading and she said that You have to feel like you're already good enough. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it hit me in a completely new way. Yeah. And I also had the same conversation with Heath, who we have mentioned several times, our advisor for a company. And it was the same thing. I just told him all my frustrations and he just said that this, none of this is true. This is all just based on you not feeling good enough in what you do. And then the world will reflect it back to you. Yeah. And then it sunk in from both of them. And I think they probably gave me some of that energy as well. And then the next morning I just woke up and I was like, wow, I'm already good enough. Now I can create from a baseline of feeling worthy. And it's not like I have all the money that I want or need, or I probably do, but it's not like it feels like it or that I feel like I've reached all my goals or that we have as many followers as we want, all of that, you know, all the numbers. But it's that I still manage to feel like that doesn't really matter, that that's very material world if we look at life as I love to do from the soul level, of course we're good enough. None of those things should feel that serious. And even if I lost everything, I would still be good enough. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's an important thing to come back to. To not mm. like hold on to everything. I think uh, what what is a common thing that we do is like we hold on to a person or a habit or a car or whatever it is. Yeah. Because we think if we lose it, then we won't be good enough anymore. And people will look at us differently and so on. That being said, that is, mm. there is an exercise that I've also done, which really helped me, which kind of counter con- contradicts what we just said. But I wrote down I think Billy was the one who gave me this tip she said look back at your life one year ago who are you then what were you hoping for dreaming of and what have you done in that year what brave choices have you taken how many leaps of faith how many people have you inspired how many people have you impacted how many 
heartfelt connections have you had? Like write it down on paper, make a list. How many times have you felt like you've been crying of joy? How many times have you been rolling on the floor, laughing, dancing? I just had to write it out for myself and see like, wow, I have created all of that. (laughs) And that felt very abundant. Wow. (laughs) That makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like taking every every single yeah of your own braveness <laughs> yeah and that all only makes me want to be more brave yeah and help more people and reach more people and connect more and open my heart even more mm. yeah because <laughs> we I've, I've been talking so much about that the last week but i've just been so curious because you know when we really open our hearts yeah it kind of also feels like you know when you've been out dancing for example yeah you're just free and you're in the moment and you're just letting your body do whatever it wants to do yeah and and then after you can get sort of this vulnerability hangover this yeah oh my god did anybody actually see me <laughs> oh my god I op- you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean. And I think that vulnerability hangover or whatever, I don't know what to call it. That is one thing that's stopping us from keeping the heart open because we're afraid of people seeing our wounds, basically. Our, um, the parts of us that we don't like, that we are ashamed of. And I just read something beautiful yesterday. And that is that when we expose these parts, they will actually evaporate. Um, But it's kind of like the ego is so afraid of us to let go of those parts because they keep us safe. They keep us whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And so the whole trick is all the time to move through that hangover phase. (laughs) Yeah. And try to still be open um yeah and really just face it right on and keep going into it keep doing it keep being open keep being loving keep being vulnerable don't close off don't be scared (laughs) it honestly reminds me of like having a hangover (laughs) yeah keep going to parties keep drinking (laughs) yeah You do, but uh, yeah. 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 It's just interesting because when you think about it, it's kind of like what what we do or what humans do. It's like, let's say you go to a party and you drink and you feel really all of a sudden uh, confident and um, you really actually open your heart because you're connecting, you're dancing, you're probably flirting with someone. And the next day, you go back into this, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, no, blah, 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 blah. And then instead of like accepting, I remember when I used to party more, <laughs> I would go back into like, oh, now I'm going to be really strict. I'm not, I'm going to, um, I went back into like even more strictness and even yeah. more closed off and even more self-hate. Mm. And it's so easy to see why so many things in the world are happening as they are, because what do you do then? Well, you start, you're not kind with yourself. You maybe plaster it off with going shopping, with maybe drinking more, with um, making all these connections that feel like to save you. And that's, I don't know. All of a sudden, I just saw everything so differently the other day when I thought about it. (laughs) Yeah, I see what you mean. Or some people go like you and they go and they punish themselves. Now I'm going to study harder and I'm going to work out more. I'm going to eat cleaner. I'm going to really be strict here because I went out. That's my, yeah, that's been my pattern for years. And then (laughs) where is the joy? Yeah. And this doesn't have to do anything with alcohol to do. I'm not saying like 
uh, I mean, I'm not a, I can enjoy like a little glass of wine here and there, but still it's that opening of, um, you know, that, fe- that it's the same feeling because you really open up. Yeah. And then it's like you contract. Yeah. <laughs> In panic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, um, very interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is definitely not living from a place of already good enough because if you're already good enough you wouldn't be so scared of people seeing you uh having fun or or you putting yourself out there or falling flat on your face when you try to take a wave or <laughs> right, like I, I just started skating for example and yesterday we we're at this there's this like bowl and it's the same kind of vibe as in surfing. You know, the guys take a lot of space and everything. Mm. And there's certain rules and there's a certain way you hold the board and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so to be completely new there and to go down and take space <laughs> when you're like, uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, it also is the same kind of vulnerability where you just, you have to show the world that you're not that you're new you're not good at it you're not um and that is also like a really really good experience because you have to take (laughs) you have to take control of the ego you have to take space you have to make a fool out of yourself or you don't have to but you have to be willing to because how else will you ever learn something new oh i know that exact feeling from surfing (laughs) yeah every time in the beginning I always go up in my head in the fear of being looking stupid or not being able to take any waves or disappointing myself and then I'm like god this is supposed to be fun this is not supposed to be another place where I'm gonna judge myself let's fucking go and then I let go yes get all the waves that I want (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a click in my brain yes yeah exactly I had the um, exact same because I, uh, when I went surfing the other day I went out alone and it was only guys in the lineup and it was just like I it was I used probably half to get out of my head an ego of having to look a certain way of they them seeing how I blah 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 mm. all of the things but I, I'm so glad I do it so that <laughs> I can train myself to not care yeah it's such good and then when you switch and you already feel good enough it's like the the outside world will respond so differently Mm, we know this so well and we have to apply it to everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you want to see the rest of the abundance talk and have more conversations with us basically we're so um, welcoming you to the membership. That's why we created it. We just love these conversations. And having that reminder and that group that all goes through the same things and really um, encourage each other. Because it's not like, it's not scary. I still feel so much fear when I do these things and when I put myself out there and when I feel like I look like a cool (laughs) yeah but just all the time having that um yeah compassion and space and everything (laughs) yeah it's amazing there's um yeah we inspire each other in there different practices we can do and different teachers we're inviting in and you can ask your questions and i just yeah i love building that membership space yeah I agree. So feel warmly, warmly welcome to join for as long or as short as you want. Everything that we've done up until now is still in there. So you can have a little peek and do exercises. And then we're just going to create more different courses and things that we feel like will inspire you. Yeah. And I just started reading this book called Mirror Work. By yeah, Louise, I think I love that. Yeah, I think it's yours <laughs> and you left it. It's by Louise Hay. She's an absolutely amazing woman. Um, a light worker, I want to call her. 
And this book is 21 Days of Talking Nicely to Yourself in the Mirror, paired with a meditation oh, wow. and affirmations and like a focusing healing thought for each day. And it's so amazing. And I felt inspired to create something similar to that inside our membership. Mm. Yeah, I really, really also recommend uh, she has a lot some audiobooks for free on YouTube. Yeah. And whenever I feel like I need a pick me up or some some goodness, I really love listening to her voice because she's just so soothing. She's like the original healer. The original. Yeah. The OG healer. Yes. She the one. And another tip for you guys to tune into abundance and already enoughness is the app I am. Yeah, it's just called I am and you can set it to remind you as many times as you want per day to say affirmations out loud or just to read affirmations and there's a lot of different designs so you can create screensavers and stuff and it was really funny when I had my friend Frederick here last week. We had, by the way, such a good time. He's, uh, he's very special to me and um, he also had this app and he had 24 <laughs> notifications from this app per day. So <laughs> every time we said them out loud three times in a row. I love that. I have the app too. And then <laughs> it's kind of funny because when you, when you go into iMessage, it, it connects. So you can send, I can send to you, for example, if I go into iMessage and then I press the I am, and then it says, I am grateful for my willpower that helps me survive against all odds. And then I can send it to you. Mm. And you can, and then you can switch the next one. For example, happiness is my birthright. Yeah. Mine says, I, where did it go? All challenges are an opportunity for growth and I'm thankful for the chance to evolve. Yeah. I'm going to make the rest of my life the best of my life. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love that. Well, it was super nice to talk. Yeah, I agree. Um, to uh, Final thoughts from Costa Rica. Reminders for us. Mm really 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 just follow your heart i think mm. that's the most important thing and your heart goes above all astrology all sayings all this and that yeah because and it, we're just supposed that's that's our roots <laughs> yeah that is it um okay. i also just wanna that's basically and what does your heart feel like it feels like everything that feels good every every place you're happy every mm. meal that makes you feel amazing every conversation that makes you feel a little more open every time you look in the mirror and you actually find something good about yourself yeah um, and the last thing I would say is that uh, on that note and same with the mirror work like one thing is that everybody is so freaking hot here. Like people are gorgeous. And it really has been a journey, <laughs> body acceptance for me. Mm. And I've been doing this thing where I go down on the beach once a day and I literally let everything, like I don't hold my stomach in. I just really let myself be natural. And I focus on my energy and my heart and like radiating mm. and it feels super awkward to walk around in bikini and in front of all these people and really just focus on um, my heart basically but it's like the people look at you differently and it has nothing to do with how you look it's all about how you feel and it's just yeah. been a really really good practice for me Mm, that's amazing super inspiring 
Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's such important work to learn to change our self-talk because many of us have just gone on autopilot saying the same mean and strict things to ourselves all of our lives. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of a effort to actually change those neural pathways in the brain and create new connections in the brain so that the brain can think different thoughts when we, for example, see our body, that it doesn't go straight to, oh my God, you're ugly or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You have to decide to see it differently. And I'm also doing with this mirror workbook, um, for example, let's say at night when I feel, when I just had a huge dinner and I feel bloated, it's very different from when I've just been to a workout and looking myself in the mirror, feeling fresh. Yeah. Saying, um, I appreciate you or I love you to yourself in those two situations is very different, but it's very valuable to feel both and to feel the contrast. Yeah. And the thing is like, it sounds like, um, it's just to remember it in those moments when we all of a sudden feel like, I don't know, suddenly I'm just walking in the house or I'm walking past the mirror and I can unconsciously, I'm just saying a lot of ugly things to myself, but it's in those moments where I can just be like, okay, now that we've talked about it in the podcast, I can go to the mirror afterwards and remember to say, hi, I really love my lips, for example. Yeah. <laughs> that is the biggest things. Like these small moments, that is what will start the snowball rolling. Yeah, and it's very sweet in this book because it takes into account that it's really hard in the beginning. So... In the first few days, you're just easing into it. You say, for example, whatever I say to myself, I would say with love. Yeah. So it's not like I'm freaking sexy and I love my body. <laughs> you don't go straight there <laughs> because you're no. not going to believe it. No. And uh, it's so cute. <laughs> it's so, so, so nice. And when we can you get- should share, share a couple of pages on Instagram. And it says also, I'm willing to learn to like you. I Ooh, am willing yeah. to love you. Yes. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. When we learn that, to love ourselves fully, deeply, completely, and practice it, that's what we get back through our relationships as well and through our experiences in the world and it's just fascinating and really, really important. So keep up the amazing work, everyone who's doing affirmations and changing your old mindsets and beliefs and limitations. It's so impressive. And you're actually making a massive change in the world and inspiring everyone around you. Yeah. Here, here. Thank you. <laughs> and I want to wish you a beautiful week. And of course, we love hearing from you. If you try any of these things, if you feel something that resonates or whatever it is, just love talking. Yesterday, I read a beautiful message of, uh, from one of you who sent that you've been so afraid of the dark that you never even walk outside. And then when you listen to our podcast, she all of a sudden felt really brave she was able to uh, go for a longer walk in uh, and feel safe and uh, when I read it it just really made me cry <laughs> because it was just so beautiful it's, it's these small victories you know that are so big <laughs> yeah that's absolutely so amazing. thank you thank you for sharing whenever you have uh, yeah everything I just uh, really really appreciate it so yeah. you can find the link to our membership in the show notes. And uh, next month we will have, again, two fantastic people that are just have the best energy and I'm super excited. Can we really say who it is? Uh, let's give a sneak peek. Ooh. <laughs> they were just in the Norwegian magazine Dertu this week. So I mean, sorry, last week. Um, so if you read it, you might know who they are. <laughs> I think we should confirm it with them first before we say their names. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They are okay. two 
amazing souls and you're gonna love them yeah all right have a really good day and see you in a week thank you the same have a beautiful day remember that you are already enough yes thank you <laughs> so it you is too. so it is bye bye Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du sikkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.